So for magic, underneath magic, put uh, elemental and then put metal. I don't know why this mic is so sensitive. So, uh, let's do your weapons now that you've got your points allocated into your stats. So since you are using a dex build, um, it's important to remember that you can, if once you have a 5 in dex, you can dual wield, which allows you to make a second attack, but the attack will not have any modifiers attached to it. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So that's the, the, and you know, strength allows you to use d6 weapons, as opposed to d4 weapons. So, let's do your weapons real quick before we get into your magic. Okay. Actually, let's do uh, your health first, and your armor. Okay. So your armor is 10 plus body. So 13. Yeah. No, like your plus your body modifier. Yeah, so ten plus three. No, because the modifier is one. Oh, sorry, ten plus one. Then gotcha. I see what he's saying. And then health is yeah. body times your body modifier times two plus seven, so nine. And for my health. Here are your D4 weapons. So, oh, another thing to another thing to let you know about, right? You know, you are playing as a Blute Hunter this time, so your weapons are Undling Carved, which means that they have a special quality to them. So you can you, you can basically choose between whether you want your your weapon to use up some of your magic to give it another plus one to damage, or not. But you so uh, your weapons are given. So hold on, let's get into weapons. So, what kind of uh, weapons do you see this guy using? So, can can I be creative with it, or...? Uh, yeah, I'm gonna read you out the um, availability. So, and if you have any other suggestions, um, I'll tell you what they if it works or not. So, I have daggers, slings, short swords, mace, long swords, longbow, shortbow, pistol. But the, yeah. So, I'm thinking of like something that I can like throw and then like probably take like, since I can use metal like attract back to me. So, what do you think would be the best me, for that? Let me check this thing out. I have an idea. Um, no shock. Nick, can you still see me? Yeah. Do you see this? Oh yeah, yeah, that was... Yeah, so a Chakram, which you could both use in close and long combat, especially if you're metal. Um, yeah, that'd be a D4. D4 plus dex for damage. How do you spell it? C-H-A-K-R-A-M. It's a D4 plus... Uh, a D4 plus dex. And that it's uh, your dex modifier to hit. You know the really crazy thing about this is when I was making up this, uh, like the 
the base story before it became what we're like going with now for this little thing. <laughs> the villain used those. Oh, really? I think it's Perfect. I think it's funny that 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 got like phased out, and then they found their way back into the story. So for for the plus the uh, plus for damage, is that my dex modifier or is that my dex, my dex straight dex? Dex modifier. Okay, and it's also my plus to hit, correct? Yes. Gotcha. All right. Um. So I'm just gonna put plus two, plus two. If I hit above this damage here. All right. Let's get into the real fun thing, which is your magic. Mm -hmm. So, so you are using elemental magic with your type being metal. Mm -hmm. And so at level one, you get your minus two ability, which is to manipulate existing metal, and a minus three ability to create new metal. Manipulate metal. And my plus two plus three is um the, the minus three is to you can create new metal. Create metal. So uh let me give you when you're done with this some ra uh range. Okay. So for your chakram, let's say you can throw that up to sixty feet. And if you want to make like a metal spike in your hand and shoot it out for manipulate, let's give that uh, another 60 feet at this point. And we'll give it a, as damage, it's going to be a, uh, a D6. For any, any kind of, if you create metal to attack someone, you use a D6. Yeah. Like as a ranged attack. Um... How about what what was I about to say? So that takes care of most of the character stuff. Oh, so do you want to be from auxiliary or spearhead legion? What's the difference? Auxiliary so spearhead legion's the main combative force of the blue hunters. And mm -hmm. uh, auxiliary legion does more of the pick up kind of things, like help repair towns, help take care of the injured. Help like, but there are uh, there are, a bunch of there, are uh, a th there is a thing <laughs> called a dispatch hunter who are people who take care of non-blue threats. Like if there's a bear near the town, they go out and kill the bear, or bandits or something. Nah, I kind of I kind of want to be a part of the other guys. So spearhead. So spearhead sounds great. Really important. Are you gonna be native to the this canton or not? Considering the, uh, the serious issues Fallen Dayans have with people from other cantons. I am going to be native here. So you are a purple. With a purple rectangle under your eye. Purple. Love it. So, uh, what's your name, uh, Mr. Blute Hunter? Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Me a second. Midas. So, Midas. Let's start setting the scene, shall we? You, 
have been called in to the capital city of per the canton of Purplesheim, in the country of Falande. You have come to this, the glittering city of Lavensee. The city is paved with uh, very, it's paved with um, square stone roads of a, a deep tan color. You're not really sure what rock it is. And it's very tightly packed, and you can always hear the sounds of the harbor in the distance. There are many uh, plots of land here, little like areas in the middle of streets, that are filled to the brim with sea lavender that blows gently in the ocean breeze as you walk towards Amithsaril, which is the uh, keep here, the castle, where the Canton Kopf, uh, who is basically like the governor of this province, resides in. Uh, you look o out over the city as the sun is setting, and in the distance you can see, uh, kind of wrapped around in the harbor, you can see the glittering waves of the ocean, orange in the sunset, and you can see the light play off the uh, purple roofs of the short houses of Lavensey. You see people bustling in the market and cutting the guts out of a massive blue crab, around the size of a man. You know it as a uh, hell crab. They're quite dangerous animals, but very delicious. And I know from our test run, you have a bit of a history with those. Spit it. <laughs> Party wiped. <laughs> we had to pretend it was a dream. Oh, it was just a dream, okay? Attacked the teenager because he was making fake demons in the library. But we didn't kill him. No, I think that went very well. So, so that 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 aside, you have been summoned here by the Kantenkopf himself, and you do not know why. This is unexpected. You've never dealt with a superior uh, who has been higher than you than a an officer, actually. So you haven't even dealt with a uh, a, um, a lieutenant. You've, the highest you've dealt with is an officer, but yet you've received a personal summons from. Uh, this, the Kantenkopf, whose name is Grezin. Grezin, okay. Grezin Alver. So Grezin Alver has called you specifically here. And as you walk into this great, the great keep of Amith, I, I have damned myself by naming it this. I'm just going to make it Amethyl. Mm -hmm. As you walk into Amethyl, um, you, which is like a great dome like building of several towers around it and a large a square base where you can see many windows open letting the ocean air in. You you walk in and are taken by uh, guards all the way to the end where a great balcony overlooks the ocean which is like a great orange expanse of churning water and sitting there uh, overlooking it with a table in front of him and a drinks set out for you as uh, two people. The first person is the Kantenkopf, Grezin Alver himself. He is an undling. He is a purple, like yourself, and he is, um, he's like most undlings in Fallen Day, he has a very dark complexion and pointed ears, which is normal but most undlings in uh, Fallen Day have a very dark complexion. His hair is already turned snow white from age, um, and his skin is uh, leathery and wrinkled. He, uh, he's wearing some, he's wearing a nice outfit, it doesn't really scream nobility at all, it just kind of screams like I take my job seriously and I don't want to look like crap at it. 
Uh, it's, <laughs> it's not in your face or anything. It's just like he's he's well dressed, but not like garish. So, he, gotcha. He turns to you and he motions you over. And as he motions you over, you notice the second man uh, standing there at the other seat across from him. Uh, there's another seat open for you as well, if I can even find it. This other man also, he looks to be someone of similar rank from you, but from what you can see, he looks kind of like he's from Auxiliary Legion. He, um, he is also an older man, and he's, uh, he's bald as a baby. Um, he has a necklace of finger bones, charms. Which is, uh, as you know, is a part of the burial ritual here in Purple Shine, which is you take the body to the ocean, cut off the fingertips of your loved ones, and uh, give them to the, uh, you know, the, those closest to them, and, and very importantly, to a pastor, this type of priest here, with an ER at the end, who will help honor the ancestors by putting the finger bones in a shrine. So this guy kind of gives off pastor vibes a little bit. Like he seems like a jolly old priest. He has a he has a large uh, quarter staff uh, lying on the ground next to him. And as you you come up, Resin the Cantonkoff turns to you. He goes, Ah, so you must be Midas. Yes. And uh, you are again. Do you say this to um who? I'm saying to uh, the bald man, ah, who's uh older. Ah. He, he holds a wrinkled hand out and shakes yours and he goes, Ah, Mikan Iris, good to meet ya. Mikan Iris, correct? Mikan Iris. First name Mikan, last name Iris. <sighs> I adore your necklace. Thank you. Very nice. So what have we been called here for? Kattenkopf looks out towards the sea for a minute, and you, you guys are able to hear the ocean lap up against the side of the castle, uh, down below, of course, very far below, where he turns back and he says, As you know, the tide has been not, the tide of war against the Blue Saugers has not been kind to Purple Shine, and only recently have we stopped their advance. Thanks to the hard work of people like yourselves on the ground. But this fragile stability is just that, fragile and prone to breaking, and we have to reinforce it. This requires all of our attention. The vast majority of the hunters in Purple Shine are doing their best to keep, make sure the Blutes do not advance further, and that Lycase borders do not expand further into our territory. The other cantons are doing much better than Purple Shine. As you know, it's one of the reasons why the Grand Cop has appointed me here to do my service. But this victory of ours, this temporary stability, is something we very much need to recoup and regather ourselves. But lately, we've been getting threats to this peace. And they aren't from Bloodsaugers. I do not have the men to spare to take care of this. I don't have a company to spare, I should say. I need people like you, sir. 
replaceable but competent to help me out with something, help me solve a problem in an incredible show. Um, say. Yes. Well, who do we have any information about this non-boot group? Very, as you know, in Purple Shine, there's always been an issue with pirates. Hmm. But as a result of that, we have had to pay some of those pirates to become our very own privateers to keep the other pirates in check. One of our most, uh, how do I say this? Valuable privateers had recently suffered a mutiny. You may know of him. His name was Captain Wenister. Yeah, I think I've heard of that name before. Well, the captain, one of the, uh, one of the pirates that served under him, not his first mate, but someone who held one of the ships in his armada, recently held a mutiny and took a great number of pirates with him onto the mainland. This, on its own, is bad news. Wenister's armada is of huge importance to us keeping stability in the ocean, keeping trade going. But it doesn't end there. This rogue pirate has formed a very large bandit group called the Amethyst Serpent. And they've started to harass toll roads and demand tributes from the smaller villages around Purpleshine. This is all this is again bad enough on its own, but we can deal with this, we can move with this. But I've heard some intelligence recently that the mayor, Mayor Tinsel of Lawnshire, a small village to the north, is now completely in bed with the bandit group. I don't need to remind each of you that the price, the penalty for political corruption in Fallendale is death. So I'm asking you to go out to Lawnshire, poke around, and find out if Mayor Tinsel is corrupt. If he's corrupt, he, he pushes a scroll over to you. Read out my edict and execute him in the town square, however you wish. Perfect. Also, root out any signs of the Amethyst Serpent in Lawnshire, and then return back to me for your next mission. I mean, this does make sense. I mean... You expect pirates to work on their own? They're brainless. Brainless creatures, really. I mean, of course, the mayor has to be behind it. Because they're really like lost puppies without a leader. Those underlings. I've had several meetings with Captain Wenister following this. He has told me that the man who rebelled against him has never been one to have ambitions like this. Dumb muscle. Slightly charismatic, but really dumb muscle. A good stand-in leader for the real boss, right? Great great middleman mm -hmm. for Lannister. That's what he said to me. So, Lannister does believe that there is someone pulling the strings on his former protege. So we have to not only deal with the Amethyst Serpent, but I will help you. I will give you more people, but right now we need to speed down low to find out whoever's pulling these strings and take care of them so that this war 
to continue and Fallende can stand strong once the blue saw their threat. One last question. Yes. I can execute them any way I please, correct? Yes. Perfect. I'll make it a spectacle. That would be preferred. We need to remind, we need to remind these local mayors who, pull, who was to call the shots here and what happened to the Council of Cantons all those years ago. Corruption hurts Fallen Day, and those who hurt Fallen Day need to be eliminated. The Grand Copt made this very clear. I agree with him. Okay. As I turn to my bald uh, companion, compatriot now, I say, I hope you have the guts for this one. Oh, well, I'm, I'm more of a uh, patching people up together, uh, setting them off back to war kind of guy, but if the Canton cop orders it of me, I will do whatever is, uh, is needed to help Fallen and Purple China. And this is, this is the first time you really see Mekon face and it's full and you notice something a mark under his eye is blue now i do want to remind you that although the the opinions on marks is uh very much not uh very strong really held by most fallen Dayans, uh have you seen a blute before midas ah uh, yes so those people who've seen a blute usually have less of a stigma against people of other marks because they understand that there's actually like real monsters out there, as opposed to just uh, you know, other Fallen Dayans from different parts of Fallen Day. But if you want to have that same uh, stigma or stereotypes towards them, uh, that's up to you. I do have. Oh, I'm I'm dead egg staring this guy right in his no filthy blue spot. As he goes, oh, my face. I see, yes. I'm afraid I'm a pastor. I've given myself to the ancestors and the sea goddess Oer. So, you're not the first one to take notice. As he does uh, seem like a, he I guess. Seem like quite the handsome old man. He'd be a silver fox if he had any hair to be silver. I guess you are useful for a blue... So I um I'm gonna send you a picture if you want to be really bad with this stuff. Uh, I have a thing in okay. the PDF which just lists the stereotypes that Cantons have of each other. Perfect. Yeah, it's I have a whole page right here called prejudices. So. I almost just sent that to uh, Marcus for some reason. He was like already up. I had to take him off. So, do, what do you what do you do now, Midas? Do you, you take your blue companion and head out, or do you go out into the town for a bit? I think we should go out into town. Town, it is. So you guys head out into the town. Mikan doesn't really. He kind of picks up on your uh, your vibe. He doesn't really say anything. He doesn't really want to poke the bear. 
as you uh, walk out into Purple Shine, is there anything you're looking not Purple Shine, but I mean technically, yeah, Purple Shine, but I mean Lab and Sea. Is there anything you're looking for in the capital? Oh, one last thing. Well, the the Canton cop says, as you uh, you're about to leave, mm-hmm. he motions over uh, to uh, a guard, and the guard brings a basket out and he places it before you. Here are some supplies to help with your journey. Oh, you know, to cover up while walking through town, you know. <laughs> okay, okay. Well, thank you for the supplies. What What is in the supplies? have uh two use you have two uh bottles of disinfectant alcohol bottles of disinfectant uh three healing salves which can be used free healing which can be used both of these can be used to speed up recovery okay um a wonder pearl Wonder Pearl. It's a special pearl from the giant oysters uh, in the uh, the sea off off the uh, off of Purple Shine. If this uh, if the glittering they live in the glittering sea. Basically, if this pearl is enters the body in any way, it causes violent hallucinations. Perfect. So be creative with that one. And you got a pair of uh, smelling salts. Two smelling salts. Which can be used to awaken a sleeping character or a stabilized character. Okay. I'm going to take a look outside of the door to see, or I'm going to step outside and look around to see if there's any stores or anything interesting. Okay. Uh, a lot of these stuff, as you are a brute hunter, you can get a lot of stuff for free at the keep, including medical attention, food, and uh, smithing. So, if you guys come back from a mission and you're really beat up and you want to do a rest inside of Lavency, specifically Emithril, you will actually get healed up immediately. You can just walk out after an hour. Gotcha. Is food um, a necessity or...? Uh, there was some food in the basket, too. It, it should cover you for your travel to there, but you might have to buy okay. more food at the uh, village of Lawnshire or hunt. Probably could hunt pretty well. Um, you know, I, I'm probably, I'm probably gonna take note of like just being able to use in as much as possible. But for the time being, I think we should get off to our missions and get done with this mutiny as soon as possible. Okay. There is a, um, there is a church of Oer. Are you religious? Not at all. So, so do you, um have any uh respect for the ancestors of the ancestors or the goddess or the- i uh despise the ancestors but the goddess i'm a little bit okay with so why do you despise the ancestors of purple giant because i feel like all these people around here are just absolutely worshiping their dead fallen disgusting humans and in reality, they should only worship themselves. 
I love that. I like that a lot. It's really good that you're paired up with a priest. Yeah, he's everything I hate. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I guess you're not going to visit any holy sites, although you could visit a, a church of Ullr if you wish. Um, are you interested in the Waste Disposal Guild? I'm just reading. The Waste Disposal Guild? There's a guild of people whose entire job is to clean up fish guts and, like, bird shit here. So... I just threw that out there because I was surprised they had that on this list. Forgot about it. So exactly why I got into being That's exactly why I got into being a boot hunter, so I'd have to be one of those filthy things. Oh shit. Uh, really living up to the name. Yeah, gotta live up to the the gnomer. Where it's Midas and Medusa went out to go on a date and they turned each other gold and stone. Yeah, cute. <laughs> Not for them. Um, so, no. <laughs> so, um, so you guys, you're just gonna start heading out? I guess so. Uh, do you want to do anything there? What was your name uh, again? Mekon. Mekon. Okay. Hmm, interesting name. Um, is there anything that you need to do? I'm I'm good to go. I've I've just I just got back from traveling. Actually, I wouldn't mind hitting the road again. Okay. I guess you're not so bad. You know, like the other ones of you. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll get going. So, uh, if if I might ask, uh, Sir Midas, um, what type of magic do you use? We are going to be working together. Huh. Eh, I can. I, I am. I, I can use the elemental magic of metal. Ah, uh, an elemental. Good. Metals, ver metals are very useful, um, especially when dealing with miscreants like the uh, Amethyst Serpent. I'm a, I'm a color mage myself. Oh boy. What kind of color are we using? Comet green. Hmm. Fitting. Um. Mind me again with that does. Uh, I can poison people by touching them. Or weapons. Oh. Oh, that might be good for my chakra. Chakram. Um. So. I just realized I didn't explain Undling Carved to you. So, Undling Carved is a, a weapon feature that your chakram have. So, there's a little mm -hmm. symbol on them. There's two little symbols that are interconnected on them. And if you put your hand on the one which is on the handle, you can activate the uh, Undling Carved nature of it, and it kind of gets a sharpness enchantment on it. So, the weapon goes from okay. metal to magic, and it gets a plus one to damage, but every three turns you have this active, you lose one point in your magic pool. Gotcha. So, I can add a plus one. Mm -hmm. Turning this on is optional. Okay. It's uh, it's made so that normal weapons can hurt loops. Gotcha. Okay, and that was quite a fitting power for you. Um, but we should probably get moving. So, uh, you guys.
guys can begin heading out and as you start leaving the uh, more warmer areas of uh, Purple Shine, you start heading off to the northeast, I believe, to uh, Lawnshire. They can make the northwest, I always get this confused, isn't that great? Um, uh, you, you begin walking, it's going to take you probably around three days on foot to get here if things go as planned. There is a very well-traveled road to follow, so you don't have to really worry about that. And uh, as you're walking and uh, talking to each other, uh, or not talking to each other, I guess in your case, more Mekon trying to talk to you and you just responding. Uh, yeah, it sounds about right. You eventually get to a uh, very interesting topic that Mekon brings up. And he, he brings up Glutes, the vampiric menace that is uh, Fallen Bay is currently at war, at, war with. Ah, yes, the Scourge of Earth. What about them? Completely disgusting monsters. True, true. Very much so. I'd say there, you know, I'd say there's some close seconds, but <laughs> that's just uh, me. Um, I know you're talking about those reds. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> those reds. Wearing bones on their shoulders of their hunted kills. You know, I heard that most of the Reds just buy different skulls from markets and put them onto their shoulders. They didn't even kill them. How Sounds like typical Reds. You know, the only thing worse than those Reds is those oranges. Oranges. <sighs> you know, I just... It's just clear that there's really just one good one. And that's uh, the purples. Yeah. Well, I'm quite, I'm quite partial on my own blues, but I, I do enjoy the purples and their culture. Unlike those conniving greens. Oh, the worst. Can't trust them at all. Untrustworthy schemers. Yeah, there's something. I mean, I remember one time. Heard a story. Somebody, somebody once let a green enter the house. You know what he did? Don't even tell me. Stole the money. Skinned the children. Oh, disgusting. Oh, that's not even surprising. You know, if it wasn't for those flutes, yeah. I'd say we'd be at war with them. Yes, I mean, you know, boots belong in cages, so do greens, you know, things like that. Yes, the only difference is that we know for a fact the Blutes will eat their children. Will eat our children, I mean. The Greens, we just suspect it. <laughs> Dude, you know what? Instead of eating it, that'd be a waste from them. They probably sell them. Yeah, they probably plant them underground and they can grow into trees like they do if they're dead. What a waste. Bunch of hogwash. Disrespectful. Definitely. Well, you know, at least they can find a green. Or an orange. Or red. You know, some other people. We can't really find them. Because they like to be alone, as they say. Which is weird that you're talking to me so much. You thought you were getting along for like a hot second, and then you just had to pull that out. Oh, well. Uh, solitude can uh, help cleanse the mind and help you focus on things that matter. And what matters right now is ex uh, 
proving this mayor is conspiring with the Amethyst Serpent and killing him in front of everyone in that town. Oh yes, I'm planning on having quite the show of it. Maybe you can collect some of his finger bones. Oh. Is that something you kind do? Yes, that is our, our burial fixation down here in Purpleshine. Uh, as I know that you up in uh, Blue Ride... Uh, sorry. Pose uh, out chakra. <laughs> I uh, I carry these finger bones because my close friends on the battlefield insisted that I do. If it were up to me, I would encase the dead in a stone coffin and put them away in a cave somewhere like they should be. Hmm. respectable, I guess. I personally, I didn't care much for the ancestors. I, uh, you know, ending, I'd toss them into Inferno or, you know, just maybe the trash. The, the ancestors most certainly do not deserve that. Our ancestors are the ones who built the world around us for us to live in. It's unlike those five demons and gods. They, we know that they've existed. We can, we can see them and we can touch them and we can respect their deeds after they die. Uh, by, but the predecessors, you know, are the greatest of all the ancestors. <laughs> Let's just say, no ancestor nor predecessor ever did anything good for me, would you say that? I hope that our journey together can help change your mind about the wonders of respecting the dead. Oh boy. As I say under my breath, oh boy, he's trying to convert me. Uh... <laughs> I'll keep on going. So, so as you guys uh, continue walking, you do start hearing. You guys are you pa you pass by a. Uh, it looks like a wrecked carriage. And be careful. Even know if there's any greens around ready to stab us in the back, so let's just proceed with caution. No, this doesn't look like greens, he says. <laughs> as he, he says, but literally probably never talking to like many greens in his life, as he, he walks over, he goes, this looks like an animal did this. Animal, huh? As you walk towards it, you do see that there's two dead people, and they look chewed. Little bite marks all over their bodies, and they're, the, the goods that they were taking to Lavency uh, looks like they've been thrown around and let any of them half-eaten or chewed, whether it be uh, food or not. Well, what can we salvage from this? Do a, uh, arch them? It's a 12. You find a bag of apples that are in pretty good condition. Hey, bag of apples, got it. Bag of apples. In, we should probably, oh, have, does it look like these animals tried to eat these people, or did they just kill them? It looks like the animals tried to eat everything. Hmm. Oh, what can we gather off these people? Oh, what, can, what can we oh, get I off the people? To tell you, you have 25 balloons on you, which is the coin money. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, can we gather some meat off the ground? Some human meat. Oh, are you? You gonna go cut? I'm not a Campbell. You're gonna go cut some meat. Yeah, you could go cut some meat off one of these people. Very fallen Dane of you, honestly. Uh, it's not the key, but trust me. I wasn't going to make any assumptions. As I'm just going to put that to the side. I just would rather get there without any problems. They catch my drift. So what are you doing with the meat? I'm keeping it on my uh, side so I can have it at the ready. And we're going to continue walking along because I imagine the carriage is not repairable. So, yeah, no, the carriage is... Uh, the carriage probably would be prepar repairable. I just don't think that... I don't know about you. I don't think you have... You, what, so what is your wisdom? My wisdom is a three. Okay, so yeah, neither you or Mikan would have the, uh, the know-how to do this. <laughs> both kind of agree that you're just gonna, you're just gonna leave. Uh, so, as you keep going, uh, you do eventually uh, come across another, a cloaked figure uh, walking down the uh, road. Uh, behind them, you can see a uh, a large t uh, green scaly tail kind of swinging back and forth onto the dirt path. As you uh, you see that this person is a, a lean, which is a, a reptile person, rare in Fallen Day, but not unheard of. Do they have a certain color usually associated with them? Uh, no, leans can be from anywhere because they came from underground, so it just depends on where their ancestors popped up. Uh, you can you know, okay. The purple. The purple. Oh, okay. Woo! It's fantastic. Um, hello, good sir. Oh. Ah, I didn't expect to see other people around here. Oh no, uh, you startled me. Hmm. Did I? Yes. Yeah, so oh. He's wearing goggles over his uh, reptilian eyes. You can't see them. They're tinted. Well, you can't actually see the eyes. They're tinted. You can only see the purple mark barely showing underneath on his scaly face. Uh, so where did you come from? I'm a, I'm a hermit out in these woods. Any animal sightings, right? We any dangerous animals around here? Yeah, he lifts a claw and scratches his chin. He goes, uh, I they killed some wolves the other day. Mm, good meat on wolves if you know how to cook it right. He licks his, uh, many, his many sharp teeth with his long tongue. Um, he goes, ah, uh, you know what? There's been a rope, some rope rats talking to me through here, I feel. Oh, very interesting. You know... Speaking of meat, I'm gonna just go and dangle some meat above him of the human flesh and say, huh. This is a piece of meat, as I would say. Are you familiar with this kind of meat? He like any reaction. smells it and uh let me find this guy's sheet. Um He, uh, he smells it. <laughs> and he goes, no, no, what is that? 
Okay, I guess it's nothing to you, so I'm just gonna toss it to the side. To dirt. And I wanna see if he tries to go for it. He doesn't really go after the dirty meat. He does seem to have enough self-respect. Standards. Go after dirt meat. Meat dirt crap. I was just checking something real quick, you know. Um, can I see if he was lying a bit? Uh, yeah, do intelligence. That's a 14. Yeah, genuinely, genuinely no idea what that was. Oh, you seem to not know what that was. I'd just be careful because there has been attacks going on in this woods and you just grab that meat from uh, one of the attacks. Ah, uh, was, was it animal meat? You could say it's an animal. To be specific. Nikon adds in. And the thing is, like, you guys, the horses obviously got away from that cart. A delicacy. The horses were not anywhere near there. Yeah. I might go try to find that then. I could go for some more. I think the horse may have had diseases, maybe. You know what can do? I know. He holds his hand up, and you can see the air shimmer around it as he moves it back down. He goes, Shoot! No, oh, just tell me where it is. I'll get it cooking. And see, this guy is a magic user. Like yourselves. Ah. Oh. What are you doing out in these woods, if you don't mind me asking? Or oh, besides being, do you live in these woods, yes. correct? You're hermit. I'm hermit in these woods. Oh. You seem to be quite useful because you can use magic and you're better than this one behind me. I'm um, uh, uh, Mr. Stoneface back there. <laughs> What's he doing? Uh, a little bit warm for you. No, I'm quite comfortable. I'm surprised. I'm surprised you even left the house. You know, I doubt you'd get along because you know, hermit, hermit. <laughs> uh, well, nonetheless, um, he's helping me on a mission. I. Oh. I would love for you to come along with us. Are you with uh? Yes. Bertha. I know who Bertha is. No, I'll actually do a, uh... Actually, no, you've never heard the name Bertha before. No, I'm not with Bertha. Ah. With, uh... Wait. I'm with the... The... Would it be the military? Yeah. The military, I'm with the ah, military. So you are blood hunters. Yes, yes. Ah, uh, yes, uh... Good, good. Keep up the good work, boys. I'm gonna go find that horse for him. Oh, I can taste those hooves now. How about you come with us, and uh, we'll make sure that you're fed quite nicely. No, I'd, I'd much, I'd much prefer to continue staying here in these woods. I've got things to do. 
I'd be careful because this seems to be some kind of creature around here working. The, the rock rats, I can handle some rock rats. They seem big enough to kill a caravan. I'm not worried. Okay, suit yourself. And we're going to walk past this mysterious man. And continue our way. As you continue past the heating, the heat mage, Mekon um, uh, adds, uh, goes off to the side of you, and he says, "You know it's illegal for non-magic magic users to not be uh, conscripted, right?" <laughs> well, you know the laws, the law, whatever. Uh, we should probably report this to the Canton Cop. Hey, the guy just wants to have his wife in the woods. Say we even be. You know, you're just such a follower for tradition, aren't you? Tradition. Honor the ancestors. Follow the law. This, this is just this is protocol. Protocol, schmodical. Why would we get this man, and what good would be reporting this man? He does. He doesn't seem to be harming anyone, so I suppose we can leave him to his permit ways. Exactly. He would be nice, though, to have with us, but it's quite a shame. And uh, continuing up the path, it is now nighttime, and you are camping out. Oh, another um, night on the road. How lucky. Uh, I love to see the stars and the moon, which is a very uh, pale silverish light comes from the full moon above you of the moon mallard. Uh, what a beautiful ni summer night. The forest <laughs> Do we have any more meat on us, or is that just the only slice that we have? The meat slices, if you would. <laughs> Um, I have an idea, if you don't mind. You use poison magic, correct? Correct. Is it detectable by, say, an animal's nose, the poison? Smiles at this and goes, it shouldn't be. But this is quite a good thing, because I think one of these meat slices would be quite directable to whatever creature that was. Well, we did, he takes it from your hand and he goes, well, we did just get a bag of apples, so it's not like we're too pressed for food. Yes. I was thinking exactly. And uh, you, you say this, you see uh, this disgusting, sickly green color begins to move up his hands and come out as a whiskey aura. And it, it, it's, it goes from his fingertips and like, uh, it fills the, it just starts filling the meat slice. And eventually he cuts, he cuts off the flow and the meat slice, uh, it, it glitters of this disgusting color for a bit. Before it stops. It goes, well, this should kill anything that eats it. <laughs> You're not half bad, Furboo. I specialize in infiltration. Perfect. Well, I think if we get any troubles with any unwanted guests, we can always, you know, toss them a bone here and there, you know? Of course, of course. 
AKA a meat choice. I think I know where this mayor is going. <laughs> he doesn't have to worry about the hell of white. He's gonna worry about his slow, painful death. <gasps> well, I think we both might have the perfect magic to help with that. <laughs> I've brought some healing salves of my own. We could make it last longer. <laughs> it's within our rights. We have the scroll from the Canton Cop. He is a Yes, and he said whatever we wanted to do. You seem like a slightly disturbed man, Midas. Are you, are you sure you're not I wouldn't say disturbed. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> I just am a man who finds pleasures in the tiny things in life, the small things, I would say. Sound a lot like uh, what's his name, the captain of special legions, Geno, I believe. I believe he is out. He is like that. The rumors of him, oh, terrible things he's done. Mm, yeah, mm, terrible. <laughs> and you, as you, uh, you hide your poster of him behind your. <laughs> so, like, terrible things. My signed poster. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, terrible man. Terrible. Mm. Good thing no one like him's around here. Yeah. <laughs> Sweats a little bit. Hides poster. Poster. Ooh. Ignore him, my love. Kisses yeah. it. Oh. It seems the amethyst serpent tried to distract us with a lipstick-covered poster of Gehenna Attic. Oh, yeah, they did that. Whoopsie. That's not... I yeah, we're... What's this doing here? So, um, as you guys turn in for the night, you continue uh, walking again for the day, and it's it's not long until uh, you do see something else in the road, and uh, it's a bear. The bear. It's a bear. It doesn't seem to have noticed either of you yet. Hmm. So. What do you think? Do you think this is the creature that uh, killed no, it, young it men? No, more like Rolkrats. But I, I think we should avoid a bear. Yeah, I, uh, we should probably go around it. Yes, yes. Uh, would you guys like to uh, go around the bear? Yeah, I, I would say go. Yeah, try to go off the path a little bit into the woods to get around it. Okay, so you're able to do that without much of a problem. It wasn't close enough to require a check. So you guys kind of go through the woods, Wait. step over some stones, almost trip a few times. Poster almost falls out when you catch it. Oh no! I mean, what? I have... So, Gehenna Attic is the only character I've got an official artwork of. I can make a poster in like two seconds. Oh, I would adore that. Um, yeah, I'll throw it in chat when we're done with this. So, you, 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 you get back onto the path about like a hundred feet later and the bear is just laying down in the road. It still doesn't know you look like it's sleeping in a very awkward place. Um, if your jobs were as a dispatch hunters, officially, 
uh, it would be your job to get that thing out of the rope road, but it's not. So you you two continue on your path. Yeah, they'll handle that. It's not our place. No, now Midas, I've heard. Mm-hmm. As you as you know, I'm an auxiliary leech. Mm-hmm. I've heard a very interesting rumor. It's I've it's only heard it said once, and I heard it in from the slurs of a drunken man around my age. I heard. He gets real close for this. I heard that there used to be other monsters besides Usars. And that's what the dispatch le- the dispatch hunters were tasked with. Hunting. That's why they're so salty about their job. I thought it was just because they feel important to them. I don't really know if this is true. It was the words of a drunken old man, but hmm, I shiver at the thought. Well... If things like that we saw before, if that young man who was walking down the street before is any sight of possible monsters. I mean, hey, if he exists, why not our things? The, the, the leans are completely natural. They're fall a day and <laughs> Yeah, well, you know, they're kind of undergrounders, well, you so know? Are Strange. They're even further down than them. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I'm just saying, if things go like that, I imagine there's other great things out there, but who knows? Maybe it's just a fairy tale. Let us hope. Let us hope. And as do uh, you guys continue uh, further a little bit more, you do um, you do hear some rustling from the bushes next to you. I'm ready my chakrams. As a, well, I'm actually ready my meat. As a, the little creatures run out, uh, each of them oh. are probably around like a foot tall. They look like rats, almost like a mix between a, 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 a quadruped and biped body. Like they look like they can go on all on two legs, but they usually run on all fours. Their arms are disgustingly human looking like a rat's is and well muscled. Uh, they they hiss at you, mm. these, these four little rogue rats, as they uh, look poised to attack. So, do they? Okay. What are you saying? Does, does it look like something I could probably take? Uh, yeah, especially with the two of you. Hmm. Do you think this is what killed uh, the caravan? Uh, if not these ones, then ones like it. Throw off the meat. I'm thinking about saving the meat, in case it's something bigger. You wish. As he prepares his quarter staff. As, uh... Well, you know what? We, 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 we can spare another meat, just in case. I'll toss it out. Toss it out, and one of the creatures greedily grabs onto it, biting into it, and within mere seconds, the, the, this almost starving creature, the entire thing vanishes. The creature looks up to hiss at you, hungry for more, before its face drops, and you can see a green light spread from its stomach out to the rest of its body. It twinges, and then uh, falls dead to the ground, blood coming out of its mouth. The other rats hiss at this, and they become even more aggressive. 
Ooh. What, it didn't work quite well? I put a lot in there. <laughs> well, we should definitely make more of those along the way, shouldn't we? Um... About one a day is what I can handle at the moment. Could be fine. Let's get ready. The combat begins, and as it does, um, what is the dex? Who has the highest dex right now? Okay, um... Roll a d12. D12, you said? That's a 9. What's it? Plus 2. Plus 2 would be 11. Okay. Right? <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, good for, good for him, I guess. So the first to go is actually Mikan. Uh, he he. As you were taking time throwing out the uh, the poison meat, Mikan was already gathering a um, a ball of like green energy in his hand as he sends out a color bolt uh, at one of the rats. So 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 just so we go over this, when you roll a hit with magic, it is your magic your magic score, which for you is zero plus your mm -hmm. level. So yours is a plus one. Oh, when magic is a plus one, gotcha. To hit, yeah. As Mikan is able to connect with one of these creatures right in the chest of his color bolt. And as he does so, um, the creature is knocked onto its back, uh, uh, its ribcage uh, inside of itself, like, like, folded in, it's spitting up blood. It's still alive, but barely. And as this happens, it is now your turn. Alright, um, I can throw one shot from or two. Uh, you can only throw run one right now. Although you can then throw okay. the other one next turn, because you do have two of them. Okay, gotcha. So I'm going to throw one at the... How many do we have in total? There's three. There's only two that are a threat right now. Mikan has crippled one of them. Okay, now I'll go for uh, the one that's closest to me then. Okay. Uh, okay, so it's a plus two to hit. Gotcha. So it's a great start. What, how, that I one. Say how much of a one is it? Very much great one. Great news. Uh, that ones <laughs> are just failures. This. Okay, gotcha. This Perfect. Is, so there's no, there's no like it doesn't bounce back and hit Mikan. So uh, you you miss, you land it, and it goes, it, it sinks into the dirt with a good throw. A lot of force behind just didn't hit what it's supposed to. The rat looks at it, and the creature almost goes, <laughs> like, chuckling at you before lunging and uh, taking its claw out. It goes, and, uh, what is your armor? My armor is 11. It, it scratches against your leather armor and doesn't really get anywhere as it falls and hisses. Another one uh, tries to avenge its friend by running at Mikan. He is scratched in the leg and lets out a yelp. As it is now that last rat's turn, which is still out of commission from its crippling. So it is now Mikan's turn again. As he grips his quarterstaff, and he you see him move his hand on it, and the quarterstaff becomes a bright white color. 
mm-hmm. as he hits the rat with it. And uh, as he kind of just brings it straight down the rat's back, and it just comes out the front of the rat. As the, the roll rat is dead. Um, it is now your turn. Alright, I'm going to use, um, I may as well use some magic. Uh, I'm use, uh, can I use create magic and turn into a spear? Like a, like a, sorry, like a, like a spike that I can shoot at it? Liquid metal pulls in your hand and solidifies into an iron spear and you shoot out the spike. Alright. What, uh, what do I roll? D20 plus one. D20 plus one. That's a 19 to hit. It's a D6. I add anything to it? No. Uh, no. It's two. As you do uh, stab it into the side of the creature, it'll start a pain to hiss before going to strike you. Uh, again, it is unable to hit you, especially now that its arm is weighed down by the spike. Uh, as this uh, occurs, that really injured one, it pulls itself back up, uh, heaving and hawing and blood dripping from its mouth, and it begins to try and walk away. As a... Can I get an opportunity attack on them? Uh, no. That work? Okay, gotcha. So, it is now Mikon's turn as he goes to swing at the rat in front of you but misses. It is now your turn again. Uh, the one that's walking away, I want to chuck my chalk around, man. Roll to hit. A seven hit? Uh, you just miss it. The creature just falls to the ground uh, in pain before your chakra flies over where its head would be. Okay. <laughs> so sorry. Hey, guys. As the rat underneath you again goes to attack you, this time it is able to slash into your leg for two damage. And uh, as this happens, Mikan sw- uh, swings at it and misses. It is now your turn. So manipulate metal. Can I call back a chakra? Yes, you could also call back a chakra so it cuts a rat. That sounds good to me. I'll try to call it back so it goes through uh, this one in front of me. Okay. Uh, roll hit. That's a 14 to hit. Sweet. And does the chakra... Do I do the chakram or do I do the magic? You do the chakram with no modifier. Gotcha. So it's just a D- D4. Gotcha. Four damage. As you, you slice it down the middle, the rat freezes, and then it's like top half, stopping at its waist, comes down, like falls down the side, and it falls like a split banana at your feet. As this happens, the final rat reaches into the bushes. It reaches the bushes. Reaches in. Yeah, it, go- it reaches into the bushes trying to pull itself in. Uh, although Mikan kind of walks up behind it and kicks it really hard on the back and it dies. <laughs> well, that takes care of Dude. that. Mm. 
Are these are these things of any use to us? Dead. I wouldn't really say so. They are quite annoying, but really just not worth anything. Meat. They could be cooked for meats, yes. Uh, just take one, though. Rather not eat that much of these. Yeah, I don't know what they got into. Humans, probably. Um. I'm not so much thinking about eating them, more so as using them as possibly bigger bait for something else. In case they aren't the only thing in this woods. I'm sure there's much worse creatures walking around. Uh, how many more days do we have to uh, till we get there? You have a pretty easy rest of your journey. All of your stats get restored to full, and you do arrive at the small town of Lonshire. Sweet. So, and Lonshire is a decently sized town, nowhere near a city. Uh, many, uh, like, uh, straw roofs. Uh, some of them do have brick of the wealthier houses. Uh, the very central house, though, is, uh, the mayor's house. Outside of it, it's a few, like, poster boards talking about things happening in the town. Almost a mansion. So, do we have to get a proof first, or can we just go in and... We need to get proof. this guy. Oh, you said, uh, you said you were quite the infiltrator kind of person, weren't oh, you? yes, yes. Uh, now's your time to shine. Uh. More so of the, let's say, convincing people to talk kind of person. As he goes, let me just, uh, he reaches into his pack and he pulls out, it looks like a little thing of makeup. He takes it out, he rubs his finger around with it. He takes his finger out, which is purple, and he rubs it so his mark looks purple. Ooh, that's mm. <laughs> that's could be troublesome. Well, nonetheless, though, this is what smart disguise. This is the real reason for these are and tingles the finger bones. Ah, I see. Well, shall we go in? He kind of, uh, he puts, he puts his thing, he puts, um, puts away his stuff with, like, anything, re like, re revealing he's a blute hunter. He kind of wraps a rag around mm -hmm. the, uh, symbol of his, uh, staff. He walks up to the mayor's house, gives it a minute for the paint to dry. He knocks on the, the door of the staff. And after a while, a, um, a woman, oh, she goes, Help me, I help you. Uh, Mikan goes, I am a traveling pastor. I am on a pilgrimage throughout Purple Shine to make sure that all the dead are laid to rest properly, and that the ancestors and the goddess Thor are happy so that we may continue to win against those disgusting blue stoggers. I came here to ask your mayor's commission if I may seek lodging in his village tonight. The man here with me is uh, my cousin. He's, his family has recently fallen ill, and he's taken to traveling with me before he can find a new village to settle in. Oh, um, I'll go... It'd be great, we appreciate it. I'll, I'll go get him right away. Thank you so much. And hard.
Mikan like smiles slyly at you as the two of you go in. As uh, he goes, okay, I'm gonna go talk to this um, mayor for a bit. You do some snooping. Oh, I know how to snoop. It's a 14. As you, uh, you start sneaking around the house, and as you do so, you do hear uh, ma uh, the mayor sounds like a very hearty, kind of like a blowhard, very loud. He goes, ah, yes, yes, uh, we can always use another pastor in this town. The people have been getting quite agitated recently. And he goes, oh, ha, ha, ha. but I'm sure that you could help calm them down. You, have, you knew just when to arrive. And you actually loudly hear him slurp out of a teacup disgustingly loud. You're on the floor above them. To let you know how loud he does this. Uh, as that you also hear Mikan talking in a much more normal uh, tone. You just can't make out what he's saying. <sighs> Disgusting. Well, I'm gonna go and uh, see if there's any private quarters I can find. Uh, you are able to find quite easily the master bedroom. Perfect. And the door is open, I presume? Locked. Can I try to unlock it? Using a manipulate metal to make a key? Or, yes. Or, or sorry, create metal. Uh, yeah. You can't, uh, if you do create, you shove it in your hand and you let the metal kind of take the form of the key as you use up a minus three and you, uh, you open the door. Okay. Oh, by the way, you get a reward point for that. Ooh, sweet. If you get four of those, you can trade them in for a point in magic, which gives you two more to your magic pool. Sweet. All right. Um, as I hear the tumblers click, I walk in. I'm going to go and see if there's any documents laying out first. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you do see some uh, papers laying around. Um, okay, I'm going to shuffle through them and read them a bit. A lot bit. of them are just town business. You see that someone in town is trying to, like, there's a man who's claiming that he's found treasure, and he's just keep, like, old pirate treasure, and he's trying to dig a hole. Uh, the problem is that it's, the hole is on his neighbor's property, so there's some issues happening there. It's, the man seems quite unhinged from what you're reading. It's, al it's, very, it's almost interesting enough for you to keep reading it, but eventually you kind of get, you're, you're dispelled from the, uh, the Lawnshire happenings, and you uh, kind of put it down and begin to shuffle through other things. As uh, you do find a sealed envelope, and it does have the mayor's, the seal of Lawnshire on the front of it. Ooh, quite interesting. I'm going to peel that baby back. As it says, Oh, my dearest Bertha, how lovely it was to see you again in this town of Lawnshire, and what wonderful gifts you have brought me. I will make sure to put them to the best of use, and may our partnership be lucrative for the both of us. Please give Hasul my regard. From Mayor Charlie Tinsel. Hey. Um, I heard Bertha before from the Wizard Man. Did I gain any information about Bertha? No, you 
you just kind of put together that someone named Bertha is doing something around this area of Purple Shine. Bertha and also... Azul. his name? Azul. Yeah, Azul. Any of those names are about? Um, now that you are thinking of it, Hasul was the name a, a name of that Makan had mentioned to you during your travels, and it's who is uh, alleged to be the leader of the Amethyst Serpent. Uh, is this enough proof to hang to make this man go to the gallows? Would this be enough proof? Um, he can probably he can probably just like blow that off as another Hasul. The name's not super common, but you've met other Hasuls in your life. Interesting. Hmm. Um, is there anything else that I can find on this? Yes. Um, you can try. You can't really find anything else on his desk. So, can I check underneath? Let's see, let's say the bed. Is near the bed? Oh my god. Uh, you do find stuff under the bed. I'm not going to clarify what it is. You know what it oh. is. Is he Felonorian? Felonorian, this one. Uh, you, you, you stand yeah. up a bit dazed, and you continue your search. God. Now more convinced that you have to find right. this man guilty for putting you through this. <laughs> Third desk. That's besides the nightstand. Um, a good desk. Uh, that's where you were earlier, but there are some nightstands and wardrobes. We'll check the nightstands. So okay, so another thing, what you find in the nightstands is you do find a uh, a journal and a couple. Uh, you find uh, seven blooms. I'll take those. And a large. Ruby. Is Ooh. there something carved into it? Bacon. Interesting. Let me take look at, take a look at the carving. Uh, it says Ear Willek. And a chill goes down your spine. Ooh. Uh, Ear Willek is the words that the Blutes use. To finish when they finish praying to their goddess Azria. So this gem is a boot gem, and there's they're not really hard, easy to come by. Why would he have a boot gem? Why would he have a boot gem? That is not good. No, not good at all. Well, do I have some I could like seal this in? Um, no, but you do have some pockets and like pouches. I guess I'll put it in a pouch. So this isn't looking good for him. What What do you like to do next? A wardrobe. Take a look. Take a look. I really don't know if I want to after I found what I found underneath yes. the bed. I, I, I'm quite, but we're going I'm to. I'm quite concerned if I can hold myself back from saying anything else or not. Uh, it's his clothes are very nice. 
if compared to the Canton top, this guy is dressing luxurious, <laughs> luxuriously, especially for just a small town mayor. Interesting. Check the pockets of each room. Uh, See if you find anything left behind. Booms, perfect. Guy just has money falling on his pockets. And uh, we do find a, uh, a crumpled up letter. Ooh. Let's take a read after uncrumple it. Says, my dearest friend, Charlie. Lawnshire is a nice little town between Purple Shine and Blue Rack. Let me tell you. The trade there and the money that comes in, that could find, let's just say, better pockets to rest in than those of a thief. Yours, for instance, and many more blooms besides that. If you're willing to work with the Amethyst Serpent, we can cover you fine, as long as you play ball from Kasul. I think we found what we were looking for. I think that's he enough. Signed, uh, he signed his DL on his name with a purple ink, and he had made a snake out of it. It's kind of childish, honestly. Well, I, I think this is enough to uh, send him to the gallows. As the night is falling, as uh, you are able to sneak back down and kind of play it off as you are walking around town, as you come in as he's finishing up his conversation. And again, this man is morbidly obese. Um, uh, he's finishing his conversation with Mikan, laughing and shoving a pastries into his mouth, little sugar cakes. Uh, Mikan has like one on his plate with half eaten. As he's like, oh yes, oh this must be your friend. Well, your cousin is welcome to stay here. We could always use another young man like him to help the town. In these hard times. <laughs> oh yes, thank you. So he says, Pastor Iris. I am a man of faith myself. And who would I be to not offer the two of you on this summer night lodging in my own humble abode? Hmm. That is quite generous of you. Yes. We will attend to more pressing matters in the morning. But tonight, may the mayor's mansion be as your own home. Oh, thank you very much. It is my pleasure. I am, to, I am a servant of Polanday. You know, I've met the Canton Cop once. Sure. Yes. Oh, Grevin and me go way back. Good friend. Is he? He's also not seen me telling the truth. He may have met him, but like, definitely over Grevin. He does another deep laugh. He goes, "Ah, oh, I'm quite the influential man." He goes, "Well, I'll have dinner brought to each of your rooms." Oh, yes, thank you. Rest. Rest, my friends. Tomorrow we help to bring ease to the hearts of the people. He shoves three more cakes into his mouth and like, pant like, he, like goes up the stairs in the tree very loudly. 
I'm gonna go over to my friend. Yes. And uh, tell him, show him a little bit of what I found. And I said, this is the most disturbing thing as I pull out the red oh, ruby. Nice uh, he doesn't really, uh, he looks at it, he's like, oh, he has a big rock. And then his eyes, like, they walk out as he sees Irwilla written on the inside. He's like, that is not good by or her, by the ancestors. I keep forgetting he's not actually purple. By the ancestors. By the divider, the merciful, and the uniter. This is disgusting. Well, I think this is more than enough to... Get some friends around town to get a little riled up. Yes, yes. Well, I say that should wait till tomorrow. We were trust sweeping in a place with a person who holds this kind of, uh... No, not at all. Items? But it's because of that trust, that lack of trust. Actually... It would be too suspicious for us not. True, true. But I I would recommend not necessary sweeping tonight. Yes. Lay your head down lightly. Yes. Our our rooms are they okay near each other? Uh, they yes they are right next to each other. Two guest rooms. If anything happens, I will uh, signal you by uh, a series of knocks. I appreciate it. I will try to do the same. And if you hear the knocks, feel free to bust in. It goes well. I would say... In in the form of like a two one two kind of knocks, you know, very fast. Yes. Yeah. You guys have to... And as you guys uh, are sleeping, well, sleeping in quotes, you do make mm -hmm. out. Uh, floorboards creaking outside your room, or at least you do. Uh, Midas, you hear a yes. and you see a shadow kind of underneath the door, the torchlight or the candlelight flickering it around, causing it to almost dance around the room. As you can guess, mm -hmm. someone's standing out there, although it doesn't look like the mayor. Interesting. Uh, I am going to. Can I... How many pillows do I have? You have one. I have one. Um, is there any way I can... make up something that looks like a false body in the bed, and then... hide somewhere in the room? Um, do... Do an intelligence roll. Six. You you try your best. Where are you hiding in the room? Uh, I 
think I want to hide. It, where where is their options here? Is there like um any more furniture by any chance? There's a bed and there's a little desk with a chair. How about behind? How about behind where the door would open? Yes. That's good. As you, as this happens, there's a loud bang as the door, um, flies into your face, dealing one damage to you. I'm going to try to hold my pain. <laughs> um, and you hear someone fumble into the room, going. Wakey, wakey, little man. Somebody around here took something they're not supposed to have. <laughs> and I'm just gonna watch as he goes to bed. I'm gonna silently do the knock. As you can, uh, as you can kind of hear better on the side of the wall, there's some commotion going on in Mekon's room too. Uh, Waterman's not looking. Can I? <laughs> Can I trip him? Mm, do a dex. That's an eleven. He's about to go slam his great axe down on the bed when you stick your foot out and you try to kick into him, but it's like kicking into a wall of meat. And he just, he looks at you, you you kind of, you did make him stumble, but his, uh, this man, very dirty looking man, rippling with muscle and foe, very hairy, he, he smiles at you with his yellow teeth, and many of them are missing, he goes, so do a roll, we're getting into combat now. Okay. Oh, come on, a three. (laughs) Three. As uh, he immediately fixes his grip on his great axe and he goes to swing it into you. As you were able to duck beneath it as he cl- slices. Damn! What? What the hell? You were supposed to be quiet about this. As you hear that guy grunt as he's fighting Mekon. He goes, "Sorry, starter. It's your turn." All right, I'm going to. Uh. Take my chakras and try to uh, push it, push it, uh, push it into him. So roll to hit. Twenty-one to hit. That's one. You add uh, your decks to it. Oh, th- uh, three. As you 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 go to cut into him. But you aren't able to actually like push it in. He turned too fast. We get a nice slice across his side, and you see his uh, dirty shirt begins to fill with red. And he goes, "You cut me! Now I'm gonna That's kill easy. you!" He picks his great axe up again, and this time he does bring it down on you. First, uh, you're, you're, as he does, he digs it into you for three damage. As, uh, he, he okay. Again, going to. Can I? Don't forget. See, I don't want to kill him. More damage, you can use uh, the the undling carved. Yeah, I'm probably gonna use the undling carved. 
I don't want to kill him right here. That's the problem. You, uh, I'm going to use the unwind card. What color does your blade turn? Uh. How about gold? How about like a glittering gold? As if glittering gold color wraps around your blade. It's, ah! Blood Hunter! Should have known you'd poke around here at some point. He again smiles at you. As, uh, you're, you're, it's still your turn. Okay, I'm gonna uh, roll my chakram to hit. Okay. I'm gonna go for I'm gonna go for like a leg slash. Try to make him lose his balance or something. Twenty, not net. Good, you hit. That's gonna hurt. <laughs> it does a plus one, yeah. correct? So it will do plus three. Eight damage. Eight damage. How do you want to? How do you want to? That's a lot of damage. This? So, am I killing oh, him? You're actually, leaving him with one health. Perfect. I wanna, I wanna chop off his leg so that when he falls over, the fat ass he is. How did you? Uh, this isn't the mayor. This is another guy. Okay. Perfect. Okay. Oh, I'm I'm killing this man, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, no, no, he still has one health left, but he'll, like, be crippled from that. How did you do eight damage? I do eight damage? I rolled a... F oh, sorry. I think I rolled the wrong thing, yeah. Try again. It wasn't seven damage, sorry. Um, it was five damage. Okay, five. So, yeah, you... you That's better. You take your chakram, and you just kind of, you run it across his stomach, and you just see bread blossom out. The man lets out a horrible roar as he goes, ah! Stutter, help me, brother! And he goes to swing at you. And he is, as he just brings his great axe out of as much force as he can muster, it smashes into the ground, leaving a huge hole next to him. It is your turn. Perfect. Alright. Gonna go for another attack with the magic at it. Of course, I have to roll over like that. Um, is is this plus one not only to attack but is also to hit? Okay, then it's uh, seven to hit. As he he flails out of the way as you bring up your chakram, and you can see you hear a louder commotion in the other room. Just hear Mikan cry out. You. As the man that goes, How? You think, you think you can take on Stam of the, the Amethyst Serpent, little hunter? I'm gonna crush you! As he indeed hits you for four damage. Ooh. I'm still up, but barely. You're gonna die here. And, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna spit on your corpse. Oh boy. Do I go for attack? If I use a, like a healing cell, would it? No. Anything? Okay. Um, like the bow and disinfectants. That will help you with your rests. Recovery. Okay. Right, I'm going, well I guess I gotta go for attack then. Um... Probably best to go for a chakram attack since it's a plus to hit, right? It's just—it's not a plus to hit. It's just a plus on uh, damage. But chakram is your highest level to hit. 
Alright. Alright. 14. 14 hits. Alright. I just want to kind of cripple the guy. Are you going to kill him? And cripple him? Yeah. And take him as hostage? Uh, take off his legs. That's gonna kill him. It's gonna bleed out. It's gonna kill him? Okay. Um. You think? Just say, break his legs then. As you, you kind of like, you, you spin around him and gracefully you take it as it leaves a streak of gold in the air. You cut through the, his hamstrings. He, Perfect. He yelps right. and he falls to the ground unconscious, bleeding everywhere. Alright, I'm gonna take I'm gonna grab him and move him to the next room. I would go over to the next room with him. And say if you don't want your friend to die. As a he went my you see that Mikan has been engaging with a mostly physical fight. He has a few stab wounds, but he's been hitting this guy up his uh his uh his uh quarter staff repeatedly. As uh, there's another man they're still fighting. Um as there's another man who looks like a very dirty like this guy, but wiry thin, almost skeletal, holding two daggers, and he glares at you. Both of these men are purple, by the way. He glares at you and he goes, Damn! Let him go, you bastard! Stop fighting him, and maybe we can come to agreement. Or else this shotgun goes through his neck very, very fast. Does he, the man take thinks about it. Does it make a charm throw? Eleven. He he drops the daggers and he goes, "I won't let my brother die." Good. Move the daggers away from him. Mikan hits them away with his quarterstaff. Now. What are you doing here? We were told by uh, Bertha to serve at the mayor's pleasure as a reward for playing ball. Hmm. Well, if you help us out, we can maybe arrange that you get out of this alive. He swallows and he goes, You'll get us pardons? I think we could arrange that. He nods his head, Yes, yes. Pardon us and we'll help you. Okay. Well, first, we need, uh, let's see, we need to probably rest, correct? Um,. I make one health. Yes, you guys uh, kind of barricade yourself into uh, Mikan's room as you begin a rest. So taking shifts, of course. Yes. Uh, to watch the the prisoners. As uh, Mikan stabilizes the big guy, his uh, he has clinical mm -hmm. knowledge. It looks like, as he tells you that he always wanted to be an apothecary and he's had some studying of it. As you guys uh, disinfect yourself and apply mm -hmm. healing salves your wounds, the next day you're going to be back at full, because you've only 
Actually, right. what's, so that would be, what's your health max? Nine. Okay, what were you at? One. Okay, yeah, you'd be at eight. Okay. So you're, you're just like the four. As um, Yukon is simple. All right. As you guys uh, uh, leave the room, what are you doing with your hostages? Oh, we're taking them. We're going up to the mayor. As you knock on the mayor's uh, door, he goes, come in. He's not facing towards you. He's currently writing. And he has a comically large quill in his hand. And you can see it moving as he scribbles. It very, it's, it's actually kind of insane. I've never seen a pen like this. It's really garish to a cartoonish point. Just, did you two, did it really take you two all night to take care of those uh, snooping thieves? He turns around and his, the face drops out of Charlie Tinsel's face as he sees the two of you with those. <laughs> I think, uh, we came to an arrangement. You, you, you two betrayed the Amethyst Serpent. If you think you can get away with this, you're wrong. Uh, Bertha will have your heads. I think if anyone's head is going to be halved here, it's yours. You're coming with us, big boy. And he... Paralyze him. As uh, he's starts yelling about something, um, uh, Meek, uh, Mekon kind of goes up and he shoves his hand in his face and he pulls it back and the, the guy's like choking and he spits out and you hear something crunch in his mouth and he falls to the ground screaming. <laughs> what did you do? Wonder Pearl on him. Oh, and what does that do again? Violently hallucinating. Perfect. Those did come in handy, I guess. Well, somebody, uh, somebody put something around his mouth to shut him up as they grab one of his fancy robes and rip it and just put it around his mouth. And, uh, mind you, we're going to strip him down to his underwear. Pure public humiliation. Oh, it's a shame he wasn't wearing any. Go get him a pair. You, you try to find them, but... You end up using another. Okay, you, you know what? Using another part of a it's a to cover him up like a loincloth, and you make uh stutter. Perfect. Stutter and stam put it on him. Come on, boys! You gotta do your part if you want your pardon. But I've changed enough adult diapers. I thought this was over for me. Says stutter. <laughs> okay, boys. We're gonna make him. We're gonna take him to Town Square. And we'll, uh. Make him a bit noticeable. As you take the screaming man baby out into the Town Square with the two dirty looking men behind you, uh, by this point, Mekon has rubbed away the paints, revealing his blue tattoo. And. I unfurled a scroll. And I start reading the decree, as well as the, and when people start, of course, asking questions, I show the proof, or I, I read out the proof as well of his uh, betrayal, as well as two witnesses to his uh, betrayal. Both uh, Stutter and Stam, desperate for their pardons. Uh... 
lethally relay everything about uh, their services and how he's been he's been working with the uh, the Amethyst Department for over two months. Uh, very deep in their pockets and very entwined with the up-and-coming bandit group. Perfect. So, as I finished the decree of death, now it is time for a public execution. It is stated by fallen day in law, says uh, Mikan. Political corruption has only one sentence, and that is death. The Grand Cop has stated, we will never go through an age like the Council of Cantons ruled by corruption again. Now we are ruled by purpose, drive, and our united will to defeat the Blutsaugers. Let this traitor serve as a warning to all others. Betray Fallen Day and meet your end in the hell of light. So how are you going to kill him? Whoa, citizens, doesn't he look like a stuffed pig, doesn't he, by the size of him? He most certainly does. Yes, of course. He, he looks absolutely piggish. Uh-huh. And, uh, the, by, you know by, what by a pig... I understand the mayor is, like, frothing and frothing at the mouth, screaming this entire time. <laughs> you know what a pig needs? I think he needs a pig roast. People of the town, if you can grab me. By the ancestors, Midas, that's a bit much. Well, I would like to see him fresh on a spigot, rolling around as we roast him. We gotta set an example for the rest of this godforsaken town, and maybe the pirates. And especially our two new friends, to show them what happens if they betray us. We'll gather the firewood! Good boys. Don't forget to also get a rotating spigot for him. An old woman yells. And some rope. An old woman yells from in the town. As she brings out a giant spigot <laughs> that is per like, perfectly sized for this. It's really suspicious. But you don't have time for that right now. As you... What a you good citizen. You kind of exchange a look of concern before... Before, uh... Before taking it from her. Seems like you've been ready for this. Okay. <laughs> wow! Oh, sorry. Wow, what a wonderful roast this is gonna be! <laughs> for your service, you get a front row seat, I guess. She has, she has, a, she has her own bag of apples to eat. She's eating them really, really fast. But aside from this bizarre old lady who's in the town, um, you do get your fire started, and... Uh, like most medieval towns would do during an execution, people are just making a day of this. They've stopped working in the fields, they've come in, they have their food out, they're talking with their friends, they have a few drinks, the inn is serving free alcohol, people are cheering. This guy wasn't very popular at the best of times, yeah. much less over the past two months of him just being a corrupt monster. So this is happening. I've also grabbed one of these uh, from underneath his bed. The man was not only a pig, he was disgusting, as you, hold, as you can see. You hold up the undisclosed object, and people are gasping. Yes. 
he was filthy. And also, he was a fan of the Brutes. As I hold up the gym. People are now yelling and booing and screaming. As the, the man Disgusting. The has stopped yelling. Has stopped yelling from being He's roasted dead. or? Dead. The rogue rat, hmm. says Mikan. We'll eat good tonight. <laughs> yes, they will. But first, get in line, get in line, one and all, to spit on the mayor. The town gleefully runs up to start spitting in true Hollandaise fashion. There's a lot of vindictiveness within every single person's heart here. You just see Granny like hawks up a loogie. Oh, yeah, <laughs> just like the spigot, perfectly sized. God. Oh, looks like this town's gonna need a new mayor. Wasn't that fun, my friend? Oh, it was certainly fun. Well, the town, uh, the town, uh, says that they'll hold an election tomorrow. Perfect. Good to hear. At least for any. And you too. They they look at you. Yeah, yes. <laughs> you're come. You're coming west back to the capital. Uh, sounds good. And just as uh, Stutter says that, there's two bangs, and a hole appears in the chest and forehead of Stan as he falls dead to the ground. Oh, that was a shame. I was probably going to have him executed out of the capital anyways. As uh, you see behind him, holding two pistols, is a woman, uh, long black hair tied in a ponytail behind her back. Uh, not super short, but kind of, like, thin, like five six, and... She's she's a purple, and she has a tattoo of a, a serpent around her face. Its tail ending under one cheek, on one uh, under one eye, and it, or its mouth opening to almost consume the uh, purple mark on her other eye. As her smoking pistols are there, uh, you who hold who you can only assume is Bertha, having gone away with one of the traitors. Yes. Both of them are just one. The one you were fighting. Mm. And she goes, well, looks like we got ourselves a bit of a loyalty issue in the Amethyst Serpent. Good thing the Pistol Witch was here to solve that. Hmm. Arthur, I presume? The one and only. She cocks her repeating pistols again. Very fancy weapons. Only have two shots in the middle. So you're the problem child in this town that we were sent to you. Let's say. Not deal with, but deal with one of your friends. I am Bertha the Pistol Witch, that is correct. The right hand to Hasul the Flame. As I've heard. Well, you know you are quite a fugitive. Yes. I am. But we're making it big right now, the Amethyst Serpent. We're not going to have loot hunters like you ruin it for us. But don't worry. <laughs> so you're saying you want to be roasted. She says, cocking her guns towards you. I'm not here for either of you. And she fires twice at Stutter. 
uh, hitting him once in the shoulder, and the uh, thin man will sort of shriek of pain, falling back to the ground. As she she clicks her guns towards you and Makan, and they're empty, and she goes, one, two is better than one, but three would be so much better. And she goes, well, I'll be seeing you. And there's a flash of gray, and she's gone. Man, Stutter, you seem to have a hole in your arm. He just he just shrieks as a Mikan uh, falls to the ground to tend to him. Well, one pardon will be easier than two, I guess. Sadly. That, that bitch killed my brother! Uh, we can see that, Stutter. Don't worry, the boo will take care of him. He seems to be one for tradition. Let's hope that he was Nonetheless. enough to escape the hell of light. That's all we can do for now. I'm sure a purple pastor will bury him correctly and give you a finger bone. How does that sound, Stutter? He just keeps yelling. Oh, that seems to be trouble. Um, should we head back to the capital? Bertha, she's a gray color mage. She can teleport. Mm-hmm. That's troublesome. Hard things to catch. What we should do is we should take our time and go over to the inn and tend to the wounds. You, you tend to the wounds and stutter is okay, but on you like to do. Perfect. I'm gonna go to the innkeep. And say hello. Uh, hello! Uh, there's a, quite a commotion outside. I heard some bangs. Everything alright? The mayor's dead, right? Oh yes, the mayor's dead. Quite dead. I had my, uh, my assistant provide drinks out there, but I've been too busy making them in here. Yes. And, and, uh, of course, thanks to, uh, thanks to your one and only. You know, uh, we were sent to hunt him down because we heard he was, uh, colluding with a group called the Serpents. Something on Serpents. I think I've heard of them. Uh, big bandit group somewhere around here. Hmm. Well, if there's any news or anything that you hear around town, please let me know. I would love to have as much information as possible to get rid of this riffraff. I'm afraid any news of the Amethyst Serpent in this town is news to me. Although I did, I have heard of them uh, harassing uh, carts, and our taxes did go up uh, recently. So that might have something to do with it. Oh, I don't think it's... I think that was the mayor's problem. Person. Yeah, well, because of them, but... You seem to be a bit gluttonous. Now, may I have a drink, if you don't mind? Sure, on the house. Oh, thank you so much, good kind sir. Yeah, I go down to drink. Okay. Well, after this, uh, you guys do head back to Lavensee. Sweet. And you arrive in the glittering city with the uh, Canton cop, uh, Grevin. <laughs> Grevin Albert. And he says to you, as he calls a private meeting, if you bring in, uh, 
stutter with his arm in a sling, and he goes, Go. Give me a report. Well, <laughs> we found out information, uh, and we end up found out that he was involved with uh, Red Serpent. Uh, with one of the two of the leaders, uh, Bertha and Azul. And we executed him publicly in a way that I think will leave, let's just say, a good reputation good. among the towns. Good to hear. That's one less worry off my Now. And we've got this young lad here. He walks up and he grabs Stutter by the face and he moves it to the left and the right, examining the man. He goes, he an amethyst serpent? He was, but uh, he was, I would say, instrumental, and is part of brother, into helping us uh, unveil the mayor's uh, collusion. Um, the Canton cop holds his hand up, and you notice that his, uh, his index finger on his right hand, the dark skin turns a bright orange. He puts it on the head of uh, Stutter, and he draws a very complex symbol at this orange light. It kind of solidifies into a paint-like substance, then glows again as he goes, as he asks Stutter to tell him everything he knows. He goes, this symbol, which is the unbling symbol magic, as you've just seen, makes it impossible for him to lie. Ooh, perfect. Please try not to kill him too much, because I think he would be fun as a... Maybe like a servant, if he gets a little bit of a pardon. Yes, I plan to pardon him. As a stutter, as he goes, but I'm not questioning him alone. And you hear the doors open, and you just hear squelch. 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 Near ah, <laughs> Oh, Stutter, it's so good to see you again. Squelch, squelch, and you see a very strange sight coming in. A pirate. Very <laughs> lo lovely red coat on his back. Uh, buttoned up of gold, right? And he has a captain's hat on his head, <laughs> a scimitar on his side, right? A cutlass. And... His, but there's the, the strangest thing about him is his entire body is covered in this, like, really wet um, sack, like, under his clothing. And it's filled with, it looks like cream, like skin cream. And he, he moves, and he, his skin cream will fall out of the face holes he has. And you can see under the cream on his face, his incredibly albino pale skin, right, of Captain Wenister and his purple mark. <laughs> Stutter, how I've missed you. Oh, what happened to Stam? Did he not make it? Oh, what a shame that is. He was killed by Bertha. He goes, ah, Bertha, the pistol witch. Good to see she's still got that fire in her. As he goes, ah, you two, good job bringing me old, me old crewmate back to me. Me and the canton. Of course, of course. Here. And he, he throws each of you 15 blooms. On the house from your good friend, Captain Lannister. Enjoy the town. Drink as much as you want. 
Well, as much as 15 can buy. Yes, yes. Is a Canton cop. You're just mispronouncing. I'll call you back here when we have more information. Good job. Sounds good. Yes. And as and we walk out. Actually, you know what? I have a question, ma'am. I would love to see uh, you two in action, if you don't mind. I could just watch from the side. So basically, what happens is the Canton cop and Captain Winnister each ask different questions. The captain asks personal questions, asking about things like how much money are they bringing in. Uh, are they still using his supplies? <laughs> Making sure they're not using his, mm. like, Jolly Roger, his insignia. So they don't realize, you know, the privateers. The good name of Captain Winnister isn't sullied anymore. And he's also trying to find out about the exact amounts of wealth they have, where they're hiding it. The captain's just asking general information. He's asking if there's anything to do with Blutes. Uh, Stutter says he has no idea. He does not believe there's anything happening with Blutes augers. Um... And he he uh, he he divulges the magic of Hasul, which is he's an elemental who uses fire magic, and that um, Hasul and Captain Wenister backs this up was completely well as normal as Wenister's uh, crew could be until he uh, found a very fancy sh uh, sword on a beach and he picked it up. Very sharp, very beautiful, ornate sword. And ever since he got that sword, Hasul has got much bigger and grander ideas. And that's why he made the Amethyst Serpent. It's because he was inspired mm. by this sword he picked up. So uh, they're, <laughs> they're nodding around. Sounds like someone I know. They're nodding to this. They're saying, uh, Wenister says, oh, stupid thing to be convinced by a piece of metal. And you kind of hear gold, uh, gold, but uh, blooms jingle in his pocket as he says that. <laughs> and uh as he squelches a little bit more um and they they basically they are interrogating him and they find out the location of the uh, the amethyst serpent's hideout who as a uh, uh Grezen says that he hopes that you will have he will have more people put together than just you and Yukon for the raid he does say Captain Winnister will be providing you a ride. Perfect. Sends you out to the Drink. Is there anything you'd like to do before you yeah. end here? Uh, probably just go over to the inn and probably just uh, try to regain my one hit point. Yes, uh, you're very easily able to recover as you and Mikan discuss what has happened. And uh, we're going to level up. So, do you want to do that Sweet. right now? Sure. So, level up is very different from D&D because basically you're just given points. So, sure. you are given... Let me find it here in the packet. So here's one that here's the thing that's interesting. You are given a uh, my, you're giving you gain a minus four ability for magic. Sweet. Is that one we'll we'll discuss that one later? That's a creative use ability, so you can come up with that one and run Okay, gotcha.
Alright, I'll talk to you about that one then. Okay, leveling up. So you get, you have four points. Okay, so when you, we level up, you were given a plus three. Okay, so you, your health goes up by three plus your three plus body. So right. Okay, so three plus one, so yeah, before. Four more health. And level up. And you get four points to put wherever you want. So if I get dex to five, don't I get to dual wield? I think I'm going to put one in dex then. Uh, also, to know, um, just so you know, you can only put up to two points per, uh, in a stat per level. So use them wisely. Gotcha. Alright, so I'm going to put dex to 5. So, is that plus 3 now? You can put one more to make it a 6, and it will be. Yeah, let's do it. Is it plus 3 now? Okay, and I have how many more? Two more? You can also put points into magic starting now. Sweet. Um, and what, uh, what does magic do? Every point in magic is two points in your magic pool. Okay. I'll put one in magic, just to have something in there. So that means all of your... So that's... Every attack you roll to hit with magic is now plus two. It's now plus two, gotcha. Actually, no, it's plus three, because it's magic plus level. Gotcha, okay, sweet. So now it's, uh, it's plus three to hit, or plus three for damage? Sweet, okay. Also now a plus one for damage. Damage, okay. Um, and then I'll put uh, one more in body. That way it gets me up to four. Now it's a plus, plus two in body. Which, what does that add, what does body add to? Um, so body would mean that your armor would go up by one. Sweet, so now I'm at plus, and now I'm 12. And it, okay, I think that was a pretty smart. I think that was a pretty smart move. Yeah. So just get back. Yeah, okay. Use. Yeah, definitely. For your metal magic. How was that for first session? Ice. 